Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle Podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. I'm going to cover how to make more money by selling to just a few people, just by selling to 30 people instead of selling to 30,000. And what doesn't really even matter early on if you're selling to the big market out there or just to a few people. It, I mean, it, it doesn't matter in terms of uh, you're not going to make less money. That's what we really care about anyway, right? So I get to this common problem from uh, Daily Business Hustle members, and they, they tell me that they have this one niche that they want to pursue, and they have a few clients there and they have a few case studies, but it isn't it better to go after like this big market out there isn't it better to go for the market with 30,000 people in it uh like 30,000 companies they can market to or sell to compared to just selling to 30 companies so for example if you're selling uh a real example from daily business if you're selling to book authors or to a specific niche specific type of book author isn't it better to sell to just book authors in general because more of them well the answer isn't always so obvious in some cases and actually, in most cases for beginners, it's better to just go after the 30 authors in a very specific niche. And I'll explain to you why that is and how all of this works. Um, so the first thing you need to understand is when you're going to do something like this, you need to do market research. People, they get into marketing, they get into sales, and they just start selling random stuff to just anyone who will listen to them, which can be okay, you know, but what I recommend is if you go that route, then at the same time, do your research. Figure out who it is that are your best buyers, who it is that give you the most money, and who are the best clients for you. And if you figure that out early on, you'll find that um, your life is going to be so much easier. Because early on, the be beginners who start selling services to to um, digital marketing services to companies, they actually don't have a portfolio. They actually don't know exactly what they're doing. They don't know what the fuck is going on, in fact. And it's so much easier to get a portfolio, like a real portfolio, uh, just by selling to just a few people from a tiny little industry. It's so much easier to get that and to have it be a relevant portfolio that it just makes perfect sense to focus on that small market. So when you see, when you sell to quote unquote everyone, but you see that your best market is a very small niche within that market, then you see an opportunity. And I tell this to beginners who start an agency all the time. Uh, they think, well, you know, I sold to real estate brokers and I sold to lawyers and I sold to this, that, and the other guy. And yeah, they're giving me money and it's profitable, but you know, something's just missing and they're never paying me that much money. They're not really, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm building a real business and clients are dropping and I'm always like spending all this time trying to figure out how do I deliver it to these types of clients. And that's what I spend most of my time on. And this, I hear this over and over from people who tell me um, they're starting an agency. Yeah, if you sell to guys, for example, who just have a Shopify store and it's a certain type of store and you know exactly how to market that specific type of store, you're going to do so much better because you actually deliver results and they'll refer you to all their friends who run a similar business. It just works much better than selling to any type of Shopify store, any online store, any e-commerce. 
And I see this time and time again that this just works better. So in this webinar, I'm going to cover, or this live stream, I'm going to cover uh, why that is and how marketing works. Basically, you don't, you won't be able to compete in a market where you're selling a commodity, right? If you're in a market where there's like huge players, billionaire companies, and they sell the service, they have commoditized the service. They have commoditized the service to the point where they don't even think about delivery anymore. They just ha have a, a bunch of cheap employees, and cheap employees deliver the service pretty much on autopilot. And they often even outsource it to all kinds of uh, countries. So for you, if you enter that market and you compete with them and try to offer the same commodity, you will lose because they have a better process. They've been working on a process for like five years, 10 years, 15 years, right? If you go into print advertising right now, you're going to compete against all these uh, older companies, let's say, who have been doing it for decades and they have perfect relationships and with, with all the publishers and so on. And they have a perfect process for sales. They have a perfect process for pricing, et cetera. It's very, it's going to be very, very hard. But if you enter a market uh, where you're offering a very specific niche type of online ads to a very specific niche type of e-commerce websites, who the fuck knows that? Like, who knows how to market that? Very few people do. And just by being that one guy who knows it, you can make a lot more money than anyone else. Well, not anyone, but pretty much anyone else uh, who tries to compete with you uh, and they don't niche down. So what you can do as a small guy is say they don't deliver results. Like the big guy, they don't deliver results. They're not focused on giving you the thing that you really want and that is result. They're just focused on selling their one product product over and over and over and over. And if you see that, if there's a market where there's such a big player and they just sell this, uh, let's say, explainer video and it's always the same explainer video and it's kind of doesn't really match um, what the clients actually want and get results with, but they keep buying it because that's like the industry standard. There's actually a big opportunity in that market, right? Because they sell these explainer videos to everyone in, in the market, like anyone who knocks on their door, anyone who opts into a website. But if you say, I only sell the explainer videos to this one specific type of client, I'm the explainer video expert in this specific market. And uh, like, let's say medical, medical market, <laughs> medical supply market, and you sell explainer videos to explain to children how certain de uh, toothbrushes work or something like that, right? You'd be surprised. Like, you would think, who the fuck buys that? Like, what company will pay a lot of money for that? But I have friends who've sold um, services for over $10,000 to a company like that just because they're like, okay, look, I create explainer videos for medical companies and you have a medical company we know exactly what you need we need we know the regulation we know um how to present things what kind of colors to use and so on and so forth we have a process for medical companies to present their services and products in the best way possible using videos and the guy was he's making huge sales like that huge sales just because he niched down and he select this tiny little market and other other companies they refuse to do that and they're just like shotgunning Basically, you can also say they don't treat you like a valued customer. They just sell you something that they sell to everyone else. And you can start by saying, hold on, I will deliver exactly what you need. But then after you establish yourself in that market, right? So in the beginning, you're kind of doing exactly what they need and you're selling them what they need, which is a lot of work, by the way, you're not selling a product. Then you can start standardizing the offer. So if you see an opportunity and there's a market and you pretty much figured out 
what they want, you can start standardizing your offer as well. Just like the big players have done in the past, you start standardizing the offer in the present. And it's going to be a newer, fresher, more interesting offer. So once you have the money coming in, once you have the clients that get, get custom services and products made for them by you, you start standardizing the offer. Uh, and you're taking a small part of the market and absolutely crushing it, absolutely owning it. For example, you focus on, I will get results for clients, right? I will get ROI for clients. That can be a major focus, very good focus, by the way. And not in some cliche, I promise you, uh, a unique snowflake uh, kind of, you know, it's not like a unique snowflake promise of, mm, how do you say this? results for clients, but in a way that addresses a small, unique problem in the market in the most efficient and modern way. While the big players, what they're doing is they're playing the sell the same old outdated service that they've been selling for 15 years, because that's the only thing that they're good at. And they don't know how to innovate. They don't know how to make a service or a product new, how to make a service or product uh, modern, they just sell the same old crap and with the same old equipment, same old delivery and so on. It's like their product that they really don't touch anymore and that it just works, right? Now, if you did many months or years of custom, 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 and you figure out exactly what it is that uh, everyone would be happy with in that tiny niche, then you standardize and you just use that super standardized offer so that every single person in the market buys it and your delivery is simple. So at that point, you have everyone in the market buying from you and you have a standardized offer. So you have the two things that mean that it's easy to sell and it's easy to get repeat sales and it's easy to deliver. So you're not like sitting there like an artist trying to figure out something out. You just have a system that you've created based on other sales and other clients uh, in the industry. Once you have that, then you can actually start competing with the big players. You can roll it out to a bigger, bigger market, not just your small market. Cause once you have a model of how to position and target your offer in a small market, well, the big players there, you know, they're, they're still stuck in the old ways of doing things. And honestly, they're too old and not willing to innovate. They will become irrelevant within a matter of years. If you start doing things properly and they don't notice you. So, which is not very hard, by the way, like who the fuck does market research if, if you've been kind of uh, making easy money for 15 years. So, but by the time you're big enough to automate and standardize, you'll be able to take their market from them. So I get people saying, yeah, sure, I'm selling uh, to this small market, but what I'd really like to do is sell to the big market. And every time, because of everything that I just explained, every time I hear that, I say, no, don't do it until you're absolutely crushing the tiny little niche that you're in. Once you're crushing that tiny little niche, only then and only after you standardize your offer and made it into a product, you have a system to do this over and over and over. Only then do you actually roll it out and sell it to everyone. So um, furthermore, you'd be surprised how much money you can make selling to like one of these sub niches, if you will. These sub niches, people think, oh, I need to sell to everyone. I need to sell to all these big players. I need to sell to all these uh, general purpose real estate agents or general doctors or old doctors or old lawyers. They think they need to do that. But I see guys 
in the mastermind and daily business, I see guys selling to a market of 30 people and just like 30 people, like 30 book publishers, for example, in a very specific book niche, and they make more money than guys selling to 300 or 3,000 or 30,000. And it just blows my mind because how much easier is it to deal in a, uh, with a market of 30 people? All you have to do is just be friends with them, uh, manage relationships, be sure that uh, you're giving them exactly what they need and you have an awesome offer. And it's always the same anyway to all of them. They all need the same thing and just keep selling to them and maintaining your relationships and having, you know, getting them on weekly calls, getting them habituated to talk to you every single week. And once you have that, it's going to be very hard for anyone to penetrate this tiny little market and dethrone you, so to, so to speak. So you have a strong base in your business where you can, uh, which you can dominate basically. So, I mean, the perfect story is really of, of Lot and Dale Business Hustle. He's selling, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to tell you exactly which industry he's selling to, but he's selling to authors and he's selling to this very specific type of author uh, who writes a specific type of uh, fiction books. It doesn't really matter what type of fiction books. And everyone else in the market is trying to like publish books or whatever, you know, they're, they're selling random shit while he just sells uh, get on the, in the top 100 in a certain niche, in a certain type of um, fiction books. And he does so much better than the guys who sell to everyone. It's pretty crazy. So how do you determine this? How do you determine who, what this niche could be? So as I said earlier in this, in this live stream, you can determine it with market research. So early on, you start selling to authors in general, right? So you start selling to authors and the authors are like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. And then you start figuring out which ones of these authors or which one of these authors made the most money for my service which one of the these authors has the most money and in general like how much money are they actually making in their business period and what is the biggest opportunity who's not a pain in the ass to deal with and then you just keep selling to those specific people over and over and over and what ends up happening is uh you kind of pick out the 20 percent that make you the 80 percent of the money in your business and that is going to be your target audience, like your market that you sell to. And just drop everything else. The hardest thing is people tell me, yeah, but I get this offer and it's $20,000. I want to sell to them as well. Someone else came to me and they want a logo. Someone else came to me, they want a website. The, the point is, once you figure out that tiny little niche, don't do that. Keep selling to the tiny little niche and refuse any other offers no matter what anyone offers you, okay? It's crazy, I know it's crazy, you're refusing $10,000, $20,000 from someone else, but once you have this awesome delivery, a standardized delivery, you never need to do random shitty, uh, annoying projects where you have to be creative or like figure out random shit. And that is really how you make a lot of money in business. Okay, anyway, so it's pretty clear, I hope uh, it was quite helpful for you guys. If you're basically struggling as an agency or a freelancer, soon we'll have some spots open in Dale Business Hustle. I'll announce it. Uh, we'll have, uh, we'll be accepting new members, and we are taking freelancers and guys who already have skills or don't have skills at all yet, and we're helping them build up their skills, build up their sales skills, and we help them get lead generation for their agency so they can go from cheap freelancer to a well-paid business owner who offers a digital service. So if you're interested in that. Uh, keep an eye out to, you know, it's going to be on my, um, it's going to be on my uh, Facebook profile and everywhere else, really. I'm going to announce it publicly. It's going to be early January. We're going to accept members in Daily Business Hustle. So keep an eye out and uh, you'll be able to apply early January. 
Uh, Sham Punch is actually asking, how do we approach professional clients? Uh, what you need to do is you need to have an awesome funnel. So you need to know who you're going to sell to and where, of course, but you need to have an awesome funnel. And the easiest possible way as a beginner, I can tell by your question that you're a beginner. So the easiest possible funnel um, to to get people on phone calls. Like freelancing websites are great for that, by the way. But uh, I'll just keep it at this for today, guys. I'll do another live stream tomorrow. Uh, maybe I'll try to put it on one device because it's kind of weird looking on all these different cameras <laughs> one by one. But I'll see you tomorrow in, uh, in tomorrow's video, or actually Monday, rather. That's when the next one is. So thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And I'll see you in the next live stream. All right. This was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.